Welcome back to The Garbage Reel. My name is Jack Weber, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sam Orsino. What's up? And today, we're going to be talking about the 2013 movie, The Internship. Directed by Sean Levy, who's also known for Free Guy, The Adam Project, Cheaper by the Dozen. He directed 10 episodes of Stranger Things and the entire Night at the Museum trilogy. So this movie had a budget of $58 million. It opened to $17.3 million, and its total worldwide gross was $93.5 million. That's pretty good for a mid-budget comedy yeah. movie like that. What a last of its kind. Uh, the cast includes Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Dylan O'Brien, Rose Byrne, Asif Monvi, and Max Minghella. So um, what did you think of this? You know what? Going to, I had some precon preconceived notions going into it a little bit about, you know, kind of those, you know, run of the mill, just going to be like one of those, another lame comedy movie. Um, I saw bits and pieces here and there through like Instagram and different stuff. And I watched a little bit here and there back in the past, but actually sitting down and watching it, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, I enjoyed some of it where, you know, you got to see like Google headquarters and see all the well, things that they used have. to look like it used to have. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then there were some moments in there that I was just like wanting to gouge my eyes out. It but. seemed like with the scenes, they were, it was either they were really good and actually really funny, or it was some of the most cringy dialogue and comedy I've yeah. ever seen, and I w couldn't wait for it to be yeah. over. And there were so many points where it's like, these are huge names, mm -hmm. and they're playing horribly. Yeah. So Will Ferrell like, shows up as a uh, mattress salesman. Yeah. A, yeah. Dating, and, uh, what, Billy's... Sister yeah, he's dating whatever. Owen Wilson's oh, character's yeah, yeah, yeah. sister, and Owen Wilson goes to work for him, and he is horrible. Yeah. It's... I have my own thoughts on Will Ferrell, but even that was just flat-out bad. It was it was trying to do, like, a Florida man on steroids, essentially, like, just how he acted, and it just fell flat every time. Yeah. It, it, was, it was not a great performance, mm -hmm. and there were some others that were, like, um, like Rob Giddle. Is that Riggle. Riggle, Riggle, whatever mm -hmm. his name is. I don't know these people. Um, his performance, like, I, I don't mind him as an actor, but it's, like, another one of those, those things. It's, like, they brought him in, and he just didn't. I thought he was doing too much because, like, he's kind of known for that, like, real intense in-your-face comedy. And it usually works, like Modern Family, mm -hmm. 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Uh, but this this one was, did not. It was just a weird situation. He was, like, hitting on a bunch of old retired people, and it just felt The jokes weird. weren't just – they weren't hitting either. No. So it was, like – it was like, okay. I don't know. I thought most of the scenes with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson with their banter, I always love that. I love that in Wedding Crashers yeah. especially. This is kind of like a less vulgar uh, version of that, but it was still really funny whenever they would do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed a, a lot of their banter back and forth, and some of these other like side characters. Mm -hmm. um, I think they did well. Yeah. I thought Dylan O'Brien did really well with the comedy because, I mean, he's usually in more drama stuff. Mm -hmm. He was just in a comedy movie on Hulu called Not Okay, which uh, he was kind of playing a Pete Davidson character in that, and I thought he did pretty well. It had a bit of a comedic aspect to it. But this, he was like that deadpan, sarcastic humor, yeah. kind of a hipster type to him. And it was it actually came across pretty well, I thought. Thought it went pretty well as well. So yeah. Okay, so I think with that, we're going to move on to our categories segment. And if you don't know, Sam is going to give us the categories. So, Sam? Starting off with best quote, best performance, worst performance, best scene, bad outlandish scene, age the best, age the worst, who won the movie, and who lost the movie. So, for my best quote, 
I have one from Vince Vaughn. He's, um, they're getting ready to do one of their internship tests and it, it's on the phones. It's like a help center type thing for Google. And he goes, I'm pretty terrific on the phones. I could sell prosciutto to a rabbi and I have. Their banter back and forth, they, they do well, especially as those like being portrayed as like those top salesmen mm-hmm. um, in an age Which where is perfect salesmen, for those two yeah. to, with just how fast they can talk like that. And they're so like, they just got a charisma about them that's like screams, hey, I'm good at sales. Mm-hmm. So what was your uh, best quote? My best quote from was from Yo-Yo. It was a, it was for a little context of the scene. It was at the end when they were all saying goodbye, mm-hmm. leaving after they got their um, job opportunities from Google, and um, Yo-Yo stood up to his mother, which was like, if you've seen the movie, they have a lot of tension back and forth. But he says, uh, "I grew a pair of balls. Did you see that? They're touching my ankles now." And I was dying laughing whenever this happened and i thought it was absolutely hilarious i had to pause the movie just to write this down because i thought that was the top quote of Mm -hmm. the movie for me uh so from there we're going to move on to the best performance so my best performance is asif manvi he's like the head of the interns at google and he he plays it as a real kind of strict by the rules guy and he's doing a super, super heavy Indian accent, which kind of adds to the comedic value of it. But he's so funny because he's very apprehensive to uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, their characters, the entire movie. And then you find out at the end, like he wanted them there. He was like the deciding vote. And it, it's he's he takes the mic from Eric Andre whenever he wants to talk, and he just comes out of nowhere and just grabs the mic from him. Everything about him is just so funny. Yeah, I thought he did really well. I wouldn't say he's the best. I thought, you know what, for mine, it was Owen Wilson, a.k.a. Nick, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did really well. Uh, his charisma, everything about it, every time he talked, the way he portrayed himself throughout the movie was very good. Um, and it was very relatable for those like people trying their hardest to make their way through life. And, you know, he got his chance, and he's doing it. I mean, he brings, like, the humanity to that pair yeah. with him and Vince Vaughn because – He's always, it, mainly in this, at Wedding Crashers, he's the one that ends up with the relationship at some point mm-hmm. in the movie. He's the one that has to like bring the heart of the yeah. movie to it. And I thought he did very well. Mm-hmm. Because he ends up in a relationship with Rose Byrne's character. And uh, Vince Vaughn does, he's, Vince Vaughn is really just kind of the comedic relief. But, I mean, you don't really think about that because there's such a dynamic duo. They just kill everything. Yeah. And then um, over the worst performance, what worst did you performance. have? I had Rob Riggle. Just, I mean, we said before, he does that in-your-face comedy, yelling all the time. And it works in everything else he does like that. But this one, it was just, it never worked. It always just fell right on its face. Yeah, he did not have that big of a role, especially in this movie. No. But when he was on, you just wanted to turn the movie off. I mean, he and, is a character actor, so he's not like a leading man. Yeah. But even whenever he does show up in other movies, it's like, okay, this is going to be pretty good. Yeah. But now it's like, no, yeah. I don't really like that. Yeah, I have to I have to agree with you. That was mine. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, he was not on long, but you just wanted it to be over. Yeah. And I feel like that scene especially, mm-hmm. it just kept dragging on. Yeah. He was a salesman to the old folks' home with the wheelchairs, and he comes up, and he's, like, he's making jokes that he's slept with, like, 
a majority of the old women there, and it's just kind of like, what is? Yeah, it just makes you a little uh, uncomfortable and awkward. And it's like, I understand the point behind it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're trying to get that out of you. Sleazy salesman. Yeah, I mean, because they had Will Ferrell early in the movie. Earlier in the movie, he's doing almost the same thing. He's hitting on some customer. They're basically the same character. They, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. And it's annoying because you have two great actors Mm -hmm. playing just atrocious characters that like. Like, like I they're think made to be unlikable, but they're doing it in such a way that it's like it's not even just unlikable; awful. it's just bad. Well, the, the, the reason I chose bit. Rob Riggle instead of Will Ferrell is because at least Will Ferrell has one, two jokes or a couple jokes yeah. that are like actually okay. This is funny. Like mm-hmm. he has a neck tattoo in Sanskrit on like the side of his neck that says "Make reasonable choices." Yeah, that was that yeah. was good. Um, I thought he did pretty well. Like Will Ferrell, obviously, like the whole that whole scene where um, they're in the mattress shop mm-hmm. trying to sell stuff. That is just like one of those like okay like we understand where you're going you want to get them to quit his job and then mm-hmm. keep going but it like the scenes in this movie I feel like they just hold a little too long that's yeah that's a big problem I feel and like and it's just like if you just knocked off you know maybe a minute or two off that scene mm-hmm. and just wrapped it up quicker made the jokes crisp I think this movie would be a lot better than what it is yeah and with those two scenes with Pharaoh and Riggle they just have too many joke bad jokes in them like we just talked about will ferrell's scene has redeeming qualities to it rob riggles just doesn't that's i mean that's why it was worst performance for me i don't know about you um so now we're gonna move to the best or outlandish craziest scene and mine was it's near the beginning when they're first arriving at google it's like the first day and they're going through like these orientation rules meetings and they have a green and a red paddle for yes or no and it's a series of questions. It's um, having a drink with co, like uh, having a beer with coworkers, taking food home from the office, uh, having a relationship with other interns. And these are all sp- you're supposed to answer no. And everybody's doing that except for Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. They're answering yes. And Asif Manvi just keeps getting angrier and angrier. Um, at one point, Vince Vaughn, it's a question. It's a question on taking food home from the office and. Uh, Vince Vaughn says yes, obviously, and uh, Asif Manvi gets real up in his face and um, asks, like, would you like to take home some food? And he goes, "Uh, if it's perishable, like a pudding or chips and salsa or sushi, and he starts listing them faster as he adds on to that list. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, and then the last question is the dating another intern. And, of course, they say no, and this is when he's, like, at his breaking point, uh, Asif Manvi. And he asked the question again, real slowly, like, "Are is it okay to date other interns?" And they hold up the red one to agree with them. And their final line, like the last uh, laugh at that, is, "So we're gonna say no to love. We're gonna say no to love." So the best scene for me was whenever they first, whenever Billy first got into the Google um, headquarters and everything. And then he got up to the coffee store and started ordering drinks. And then he was like, okay, I'm ready to pay. And then he's the like, guy how was much like, is this? Yeah. And the guy says, it's free. Yeah. What's the damage? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's free. And then he starts taking stuff. He's and like, he oh, the bagel. Saying, yeah. Uh, you know what? I mean, it's a big, it's, these, these look like good bagels. Like, give me seven. Yeah. And he's like, and do he you have like, to adding go more these drinks? Yeah. And he's like, oh, can I get like three or four drinks? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, first off, how are we going to carry all that stuff? Well, Second off, no, like, at one point he says, do you have one of those big redneck guzzlers yeah, that yeah, I can yeah, have yeah, one yeah, of these? Yeah, yeah. That had me dying. Oh my gosh. I thought that whole scene was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And like, he just went back and forth. And then later on you find out you can't even take this stuff home. Yeah. So it's like. 
Just, they got to eat it. Yeah. They gotta, I, he's going to eat it. He's going to eat yeah. it. But we do have to talk about the most outlandish scene, which was the club scene. Mm-hmm. Jack, let me hear your thoughts on that. So what it is is they take Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, take all of them to a strip club to kind of get – It's the purpose of this scene is team bonding yeah. to help them come up with their app idea because that was their intern task. They had to come up with an app. And they ended up coming up with one where you had to answer a trivia question to determine whether or not you could use your phone so you couldn't, like, send drunk texts or anything. Yeah. Uh, it was for team bonding, the app. And then one of, of the characters... just to bring everything together. Yeah, one of the characters w- had, like, a uh, thing for his dance teacher. And the only way to actually develop that further was just to make her a stripper. It was a pointless love scene. Yeah, it was but... just... Well, his character would have been completely obsolete and had nothing to do without that relationship. And that was the only way they can. His character was kind of obsolete anyway. Yeah, but but this this strip club scene, it's like 15 minutes long, but it feels like 45 minutes. It felt so long. These sheltered kids, like first experience with all of this, uh, like worldly stuff, essentially. And it's like to the extreme too. It's not just like you know they're gonna go to a club and have a few drinks. Like no, like they're, they're getting, getting wasted. Yeah, they're getting wasted. Mm-hmm. They're getting lap dances. And they get into they're a fight seeing, at one point. Oh my! It's literally like all of your college nights put together into one scene. Yeah, and it's like okay, let's. There should have been, I think, at least either take out the whole rework the whole relationship story for the team leader Lyle. And just maybe not make her a dancer or maybe just add in a different scene where he's in her class yeah. to further that and just take them to a bar. Like everybody just go to a bar. Or make her a bartender. A bar fight. Make her anything like like, like say she, they do the club. Mm-hmm. Don't make it a strip club. Just make it like a normal club. And then or he could have taken like, like a cooking class from her and she'd be yeah. a bartender. Like, yeah, it was just a weird way to like further. I, that. I feel like it was just like. Here's this nerdy little kid. Let's get him out of his shell. Let's make him have the super hot girlfriend. Yeah. And it's like... Well, they kind of do that for all of them because they they're do. all like real nerdy kids. And they just like throw them into this yeah. strip club. It was an eye-opener for me. I'm watching it, you know, not expecting that much. I didn't even know it was a rated R movie going into it. I just, you know, apparently went over my head. <laughs> they walk into the club bunch of naked women i'm like okay mm-hmm. okay it's, and then it just went on forever it's almost a 180 from the rest mm-hmm. of how the movie because the movie's like the jokes are the, the jokes are pretty light mm-hmm. like the storytelling's pretty light like they don't take everything too seriously and then it like jumps into this and it's like it's like two different movies in yeah. one and it's kind of weird because they went to the strip club to like keep push that relationship with lyle and the dancer she never says another word to him after that because at the the final scene when they walk in celebrating they end up getting the jobs at google they're like doing a they're throwing pizza around uh different people there's a bunch of people sitting in chairs and there's people all along like the top and he sees her and like she waves or something or smiles they keep panning back and forth to like both of them looking at each other like oh my god i'm in love she only spoke in that scene otherwise they had never interacted besides yeah. uh the strip club scene yeah it was a very very weird thing for me but now we're gonna move on to age the best yeah. i want to hear it let me hear it so my age the best was vince vaughn and owen wilson's banter um mainly because like we don't get these types of buddy comedy movies that much anymore we also don't get these mid-budget comedy movies anymore yeah um but like there's no movies that it's two guys 
uh, like these that just play really well off each other. Except, I mean, maybe you could argue Kevin Hart and The Rock, but that's just real campy. Like, The Rock is kind of a tough guy, does anything. It's more action Kevin, stuff, too. And Kevin Hart is just, like, screaming at him, like, yeah. going crazy. Um, but I just, I love their banter in this and in Wedding Crashers, too. How about yours? So, Age the Best for me was, I think, the headline of actors. If you look, there's just so many, like, great actors in this movie. They didn't all play great roles, mm-hmm. but they all did a very good job. And that's one of those things, like, you can look back and you're going to be like, okay, that was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Like, you're going to make good money. You're going to do well. Like, that movie, it'll continue to represent pretty well for these actors mm-hmm. going forward. Because, yeah, there's Rob Riggle, Will Ferrell. They're both in it as character mm-hmm. actors. They have maybe five minutes of screen time. And then John Goodman um is like their old uh sales boss for watches i think mm-hmm. and then eric andre for um those fans of the eric andre show he's in he works for google uh bj novak is in this as like a hiring manager from the office um yeah there's a lot of like there's a lot of big names that are and just like, sprinkled they do throughout. Little, yeah they do little cameos here and there but it's like it's like they do bring a lot of the commie stuff in mm-hmm. like they're all have comedy backgrounds and they just like pull Little people here and there. Yeah. And I thought they did a very good job of it. Yeah. So moving from there, we're going to go to the age the worst. So my age the worst is um, making working for a tech company seem so glamorous as it is, as they show it. Because I they mean, make now, it look cool. I mean, I'm sure it was in 2013 because obviously yeah. a bunch of those companies have redesigned for like a modern, like sleek look. But I think now with everything that we've gone through with technology and privacy and stuff like that especially working for google that's had a a lot of security breaches and selling ad or selling info to advertisers it's just creates a lot of distrust from people to the companies and it just that doesn't i feel like this movie wouldn't get made to be set at google yeah it'd be set somewhere else i couldn't think of where but that's what i think yeah my age the worst was this kind of comedy movie because it's just like you know they do good um, but like they're a dying breed. Like you don't see these kind of m- comedy movies that much. Um, there's some st- stuff in here that with cancel culture, I don't know how some of this stuff flies. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I know you disagree with that a little bit. Yeah. When I was but thinking about that, it just like it feels like okay, some of this is pushing a little too far. Um, for the kind of comedy movie it is, it's more lighthearted. But then there are some that it's like, you know, you didn't need to sprinkle that comment in. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I don't know. I wish we did have more, like, lighthearted comedy movies, you know, bring a little love interest, let me get, like, the plot rolling. Like just the formulaic like, comedy movie yeah. from the 2000s and They're a dying 2010s. breeze because they're just well, want to pump out dramas and all this other stuff. Well, we'll get like, to that next because my who my who won the movie is the director, Sean Levy, because he does a lot of what's now considered high-budget comedy because it's he did Free Guy after this. Um, he's done episodes of Stranger Things, but he also did The Adam Project. Mm-hmm. I think he has another uh, movie with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell coming out. And he does, I think he's doing Deadpool 3 as well. Um, but that guy just directs anything comedy now. But all the comedy movies that we see now are these ones that cost like well over $100 million to mm-hmm. make. And I mean, they do, they're different than these just to kind of get people into theaters to kind of change up what we think about these movies. But it's all these, like, you get one leading star, a bunch of, like, smaller character actors to say these quippy Marvel lines. Yeah. Or somebody from a Marvel movie in there. 
And I don't know. It's, I mean, I'll give it to him. Sean Levy's killing it right now. He's doing everything he can, making so much money. But yeah, these mid-budget comedies don't exist much anymore. No. And it's a shame. Mm -hmm. It's a shame. So who's your one the movie? My one the movie. It kind of goes off of your uh, age the worst, which is Google. I thought, you know, their whole campus, their whole thing, like everything going into it, like the internship process, like all that, they really like glamorized it and like glorified it and made it like look really cool. Mm -hmm. Like they have that cutting edge. They have everything cool. I mean, they've got slides in the workplace that they, people just slide down. Yeah. And they have nap nest or whatever. Nap pods. yeah. Yeah. And they do a lot of cool things. That's like showing their innovation and like, even like looking back on it, it's like kind of like, the, the Top Gun Maverick movie where it's like it's in, it invites you to do that thing. Well, I think this was either filmed at Google headquarters or they like went there and just made a replica of it or something in a soundstage. But I remember reading one time it is like that's how Google looked. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like sign me up because that's yeah. really cool. Um, so now our final category who lost the movie. So mine is these mid-budget comedy movies we've been talking about like these. Um, because these just kind of died soon after because these ended up all being very formulaic. They just follow the same thing. Somebody gets in like a rut. They try something new. They're they doing try to jokes. follow their dreams. There's some type of relationship at the end that obviously works out. And then everything comes up and then gives a happy ending at the end. And this movie was one of like the last of those. And it wasn't reviewed great. Like it was when, whenever we looked to decide if we want to do this movie they were all just kind of like around like five out of ten or two out of five like just kind of average to below average reviews and that was the kind of same for me it was it was the movie itself i thought you know if it came out today i think there would have been some backlash here and there Mm -hmm. from the karens in the world well i think if it came out today it wouldn't even go to theater it'd go straight to a streaming service that's the other thing a lot of these movies aren't going to theaters like this they're just they're just going straight to netflix they're going straight yeah and that's bringing a lot of the quality down, too, because mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, we're not going to get the big stuff out of the movie theaters. Like, we don't need to rely on ticket sales. It's just, yeah. are we, are we going to get how more many subscribers streams? from this? How many streams? How many subscribers? It's all this other stuff. They're just playing the numbers. And, mm-hmm. like, I understand that's how the world works, but it's also annoying because they're just not caring as much. Yeah. They're not trying to put out quality movies. They're just kind of pumping things out. Like, Netflix is just pumping streaming service. I mean, different movies out. And it's like... Mm-hmm. guys can like, we, we make some quality down. and it's like like i want to be entertained i don't want to just stare at the screen and just be like what did i just watch for the past two hours yeah yeah so i think that's going to do it for us here at the garbage reel for this week um you can find us on youtube and apple Podcasts at the garbage reel uh this episode should be out wednesday november 3rd 2nd i think it is the second I, I believe it is the second. Yes. Okay. So you can find us anywhere at The Garbage Reel on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. See you guys.